Hello everyone and welcome to Car Thoughts with David, episode number 56, and wow, thank you guys so much for listening. <laughs> thank you for being supportive. Thank you for taking mm-hmm. your time to spend time with me and to listen to what this crazy guy has to say. <laughs> um, so, what I'm going to be talking about today is jumping. And no, I've not gotten on some fitness or health trip. I'm just talking about jumping in the metaphorical sense, in the in the sense of taking a leap and just diving off and, you know, just, just going out there and just doing it, you know. And, and that is what we need to be. We need to be fearless, you know. You guys have heard me talk about you know, automation and how the world is in a state of metamorphosis right now. Um, you know, there are jobs that won't be around when I hit episode 300 or 400. You know, there will be jobs that won't be around in the next five to ten years. You know, there are jobs that won't ever exist anymore, period, because of automation. So, what I am doing is trying to secure my future by coming up with something that cannot be replaced by automation, which is creating a business that helps people and that does things for people that, that can't be done by machines, like mentoring people, like teaching, mm-hmm. like helping people come up with ideas to start their business. And so, I'd created my website a couple, you know, weeks ago, maybe a month, a month and a half ago. And, you know, I had a huge announcement. I had like 3,000 or some odd views. I mean, people were super excited. I was getting tons of comments about it. They were all excited about it. But I didn't go out there and do much else with it. You know, I was just like, okay, I've got this. Let's start figuring out how how I need to, to work everything, how I need to make all this happen. You know, I need to apply for an LLC. I need to get a small business license. You know, I need to do all of these things. And so I just kind of set on it. But I just named the... Um, I just named the business, you know, the website address, you know, my name. And... You know, it was kind of like, okay, well, that's cool, but I'd actually need, like, a company name. I want I want something that, that kind of rolls off the tongue and is, you know, a little bit easier and is a little unique and kind of says what I want to say to people about what I'm trying to help people with. So, you know, I'm laying in bed one morning uh, um, and you know I just think of you know like I'm trying to help people be more creative I've started this create a great Friday challenge you know and then it hit me it was like creativecalvert.com I was like I wonder if that's available so I went to Wix and for whatever reason Wix just kept throwing me in just weird directions and saying that oh this is available and then when I try and purchase it um, because I since I'm a premium subscriber I get one free domain uh, through Wix 
they would be like, oh, well, somebody's already using it. And I'm like, no, they're not, because <laughs> uh, you just told me it was available. So I ended up, I went to uh, Google Domains and checked it. It was definitely available. I bought it through Google Domains, and then I converted it over to Wix. Uh, that way, it was a little bit more work, took a lot more time and a lot more effort to figure out, but it was there. So I went to the website and took my name off of the main header. My name was actually in two places right at the top of the website, which didn't make any sense anyway, but I had just left it there. So in the main header where the largest part of the title was, I was like, okay, erase my name, Creative Calvert. Okay, great. I've got the website. I checked the links, made sure everything worked. So I had that, and I was like, okay, so now it is time to let the world know that, you know, I'm open, you know, uh, I, I, that I'm ready, that I'm, I'm good. You know, granted, I can get the LLC. That's easy. All I've got to do is go to LegalZoom, get the legal documents and, and do that or reach out to a lawyer that handles things like that and get that done, you know, to apply for the LLC. So that's no big deal, you know. And if I'm going to take payments, I really, you know, especially if I'm going to do this as a serious business, I want to get a tax ID set up, you know, so um, that also needs to be done. But for right now, you know, I'm, I'm an, a non-entity, you know, nobody knows who I am. So, uh, you know, I can't expect to be out there and be like, oh, well, you know, you to pay me $500 for this service. So, you know, I'm thinking like, okay, well, these these two things can really wait. They can wait a little bit. But what I really need to do is just take that leap and just go out there and put myself out there. You know, get the web address, get my email address, get my business listed on, on my LinkedIn uh, you know, profile. I haven't made a LinkedIn business page yet to advertise. Um, I'll do that today, but, um, you know, I'm just working through all of this stuff. And I was like, you know what? I said it, you know, I went out there and told everybody like, Hey, I've started my own business. I'm going to do this thing. And, but at the end of the day, I was like, okay, cool, I'm done, all right, have a nice day, and then, you know, fade it off, and you can't run a business like that, so, you know, you have to be out there, you have to be present, you have to be in people's minds, you have to show on your, you know, you have to show that you are, you know, out there, and that you're serious, so... You know, I was like, okay, well, it's time to get out there and do that. You know, I'm never going to prove to people that I belong, that I can do this. You know, I tell people about it all the time because I'm working with several people on getting podcasts started. I'm trying to get connections made for some people to get their business started, their photography and video business. I'm working with one group of uh, guys doing, you know, just trying to come up with people I can maybe feed to them. Uh, you know, as far as clients go, um, you know, and, but it's one thing to say it. It's another thing to actually have a website and to have 
enlisted on my profile and say, okay, yeah, this is what I'm doing. This is what I'm working on. This is me, and this is why I'm doing it. This is what I'm doing, and how can I help you accomplish these things for yourself? You know, so, and of course, I also mentioned the podcast in my in my thing. You know, I talked about my book that I'm writing, and you know, just to give people ideas of, you know, who I am, what I'm doing, and and why I'm doing it, and it makes. It makes me feel good about it because, you know, I finally stepped out there and said, you know what, here I am. You know, this is me. This is what I want to be doing. This is my future that I am aiming for. You know, the arrow has been selected. The bow has been drawn. All that was left for me was to take the shot. So... You know, and that was one thing I was very careful with, too. Is, you know, I did research on that. I actually Googled Creative Coward. I want to make sure there were no other businesses named that. You know, because I'm very cautious of that. I didn't want to run into any copyright issues or, you know, any um, domain issues or anything like that. Though the website had not been taken. And since I have the website, I figured, you know, I can call myself that because that's my web address. So why not? You know, so I did check all that out, you know, and that's one thing that's very important. And that's one thing that a lot of people don't realize when they're starting a business. You have to research stuff. You have to look and make sure that, you know, you're not going to be stepping on anybody's toes. I mean, I've had several things where I'm like, oh, this would be a great name. And I go Google it and I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah, there's already somebody with that name, like the the podcast. You know, I originally was just going, it was just going to be Car Thoughts, and I realized there were eight other podcasts that were named that, and I was like, okay, well, um, shoot, okay, well, I still like the idea of Car Thoughts, so let's just with David, let's add that, you know, differentiate myself. And when you start typing Car Thoughts with or just, well, just really car thoughts into iTunes, uh, mine's like the third one that comes up in the search recommendations. So, you know, I think I've done enough episodes where when you're searching for car thoughts, I'm, I'm, you know, ranked high enough that it's easy to find. So that's very cool, and I'm happy with that. Um, And it's, you know, like I said, you know, I just had to finally take that leap. I had to be that creative person and I had to be the biggest problem with creativity is is that I find is when I'm talking to people, when I'm working with people, when I'm mentoring people is either comes down to one or two things. There's always two reasons why people don't break out and do something creative. Okay? And this has been my experience. Um, And this is what I've read, you know, when I've studied creativity is usually it comes down to two things at the end of the day when people choose not to do something like that. It's either that they're um, scared, you know, they lack the courage to do it, to make, to take that first step and to be, um, you know, because they're afraid that people will make fun of them or that, that they'll fail, uh, which are legitimate 
you know, legitimate reasons not to do something because, you know, nobody likes to be made fun of. I definitely don't. Um, but at the same time, I finally came to the point where I was like, you know what, I don't really care. You know, people can make fun of me, whatever. You know, I'm going to do this because this is what I believe in. And then the other reason that I find a lot of people um, don't do something creative is because they feel like they're not they're not um, a creative person. They don't feel like they have the ability. Sorry, I'm getting tongue tied. They don't feel like they have the ability to be creative, or the right, for that matter, um, because you know creativity has gotten this, you know kind of cachet around it, if that's the right word, where people just assume that creative people are born creative, or that they have God-given gifts, or abilities that are unnatural, you know, that, that you know, just normal work-a-day people don't have, um, and that's not true at all. Everybody has the ability to be creative and to do something amazing, um, you know, because the, there's this mythos that, you know, surrounds so many creative people like uh, Mozart and, and Da Vinci and all of this that, like, oh, you know, they were, you know, gods or whatever. You know, they were these, these really amazing people. And all of this was created basically from hype. You know, people were writing about them and and just over-exaggerating their abilities to the point where people believed, started believing that it was true. Um, and then, you know, eventually people started believing, like, oh, well, you know, I'm not like this, so, you know, I couldn't possibly do that, you know? And that is what happens a lot of times. People just think that they missed out on the creativity boat when when, uh, you know, their DNA was being formed, and put together, and they were being born, um, which is not true, it's not true at all, um, you know, and I mentioned this before, but, uh, I was talking with a guy on a call one time, and he was like, you know, I kind of feel insulted when people tell me that I'm really gifted at what I do, because I had to work really hard, and train, and study a lot to, get into the field that I'm in, you know, it, it wasn't easy, it was a lot of hard work, I just didn't wake up one day and start drawing and, and then get a job in animation, and it's the same for me, you know, I, I didn't just wake up one day, grab a guitar and start, you know, ripping, you know, solos like I was Eddie Van Halen or Santana or Yngwie Malmsteen or any of these guys, you know, I had to work really hard to learn to play guitar and to learn to play lead guitar and to learn to play bass and ukulele and, um, you know, and mandolin and drums and, you know, all these other instruments, I had to work at that. That didn't just pop up out of nowhere. I, I mean, granted, bass was pretty easy because once I had lead guitar, I knew where all the notes was, but I still had to work at it. I still had to figure out, like, oh, yeah, there's just some stuff you shouldn't do you know, you need to leave out a couple of notes because you're overwhelming what's being played. So I had to kind of figure my way through that. It wasn't like I just, you know, 
stumbled upon it, picked it up, and was like the greatest bass player ever. You know, I was definitely, and I never will be, a Victor Wooten, you know. And if you don't know who Victor Wooten is, look him up on YouTube. Any of his videos where he is playing the bass guitar are just fantastic. I mean, this guy is relentless in, uh, in, in creating his, his legend of being a bass guitar player. And he practices and plays all the time. He's played with some really amazing people. So I highly recommend if you are into music and you want to hear somebody who is really, really amazing on bass, that's one guy right there. The other one I would think probably the next person to him I would say would probably be Flea from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. He does some really amazing bass work. And, um, you know, bass guitar is more of the backbone instrument of a band, like the drums, and they don't really get a lot of... uh, a lot of spotlight on them, but, you know, these guys are really, both of them are phenomenal bass players, um, but yeah, so, sometimes you just gotta go out there and jump, you've gotta go out there and take that leap, and say, you know what, I'm going to do this, I'm gonna start doing this, I don't know where I'm going, but when I get there, I'll know that I made it, and, you know, that's what life is about. That's what taking that journey that is life is all about because we don't know where we're going to end up. I mean, we all know the end destination. All of us are going to pass away from this earth and the future generations will come behind us. We all know that that is a fact. But where we end up in life and how we change the world is up to us. But we don't have a roadmap that says, hey, do this. You know, it's not like Monopoly where you roll the dice. You're like, okay, well, I've, you know, I've got a maximum number of 12 spaces I can move. So it's, you know, I may or may not land on what I want. But you know that what you want is definitely within those 12 spaces. You know, life's not that defined. Life's not that um, direct. You know... People ask me all the time how I ended up in Charlotte. I'm like, work. My my dad was unemployed, couldn't get a job up north in Ohio, and we ended up down here because there was work down here. And and you know his his cousin was already down here, and he said, hey, you know I can get you a job, and my dad needed a job, so that's how, <clears throat> so that's how I ended up here, you know. I didn't expect to come to Charlotte. I didn't expect that I'd want to stay here. You know, it's it's all so random, you know, because for the longest time, you know, a lot of people look to get out of their hometown. They want to do something different. They want to find something different and, and explore the world, and I've done that. But at the same time, you know, I realized that I really like Charlotte. It's a pretty nice place to live. There's a lot of fantastic people here. There's a lot of growth going on and it's, it's exciting, you know? So as I've gotten older, I've realized that, you know, I'm okay with staying here, you know? And, uh, you know, I mean, not to say that I won't leave eventually or go somewhere else. Um, but (laughs) you know, that's, uh, right now this is where I'm at. 
And so I'm accepting the journey that I'm going through. And right now, this is where I need to be. And when it's time to move on, I'll move on. You know, it's that simple. So, you know, that is the thing. Is Like I said, I don't know where I'm at. I don't know where I'm going to end up. I talked about, you know, in yesterday's episode about, well, I don't know, um, you know, if I'll still be doing a podcast in a year or two. You know, it all depends on what what is needed. You know, what people need me to be, you know, to help them move forward. You know, so with that in mind, you know, I just accept each day as it comes. I live each day in the moment. I try not to linger on the past and I try not to think too hard about the future. You know, I, I start out with my plans and I'm like, okay, if... As I go, as I do these things, I move closer to the goals that I have for my future, but I don't try and focus on it to the point where I'm like, okay, yeah, so once all this is successful, I'm going to have this, 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 this. I try and just enjoy the journey and make it count, you know, and make it memorable. And, you know, something that I also need to work on is making sure that I take time for my family as well in all of this, you know, because I'm doing this for them. And so, you know, it's a balancing act. It, it's, it's a thing that I try and keep in my mind. You know, I'm doing this for them, but I also need to be with them. So I hope this was informative. I hope I've inspired you guys to take that jump. And um, as always, you can reach me on Car Thoughts Dave at Twitter and Patreon. And Car Thoughts with David on Facebook. And just, you know, like I said, you know, if you have something you'd like me to talk about and ponder on, uh, send me a message. If you have any questions, if there's anything I can help you with, um, you know, definitely reach out. And with that, I'm going to say, Car Thoughts out. Hey everybody, David here from Car Thoughts with David, and I just wanted to share some information with you. You guys have heard me talk about finding your way, finding your path, and starting your journey. Well, if you have decided that you want to start your own podcast, you might be thinking, well, David, that's great, but what do I do? How do I do this? You know, what works? What doesn't work, right? Well, I wrote a book, because you can go back and find my episodes where I talk about all this stuff and listen to them, and that's all well and good, but sometimes it's easier just to have it in print where you can just see it, right? So, I wrote the book called Introduction to Podcasting, Lessons Learned, Lessons Shared. You can pick it up on Amazon on Kindle for 99 cents, less than a dollar. What? That's crazy, right? Less than a dollar, you can pick it up on Kindle. If you like to have a print book in your hands and you just like the way it feels, and trust me, I'm looking at this book right now, it's really well printed. I love Kindle publishing. You can pick it up for $5.50. So you can have a physical copy where you can take notes, where you can you know, keep stuff for quick reference while you're working on creating that awesome epic podcast that I know you're capable of creating. So by all means, if you're looking for ways, you're looking for advice, Introduction to Podcasting, Lessons Learned, Lessons Share is the book for you. Thank you guys. And I could not do any of this without your support. So when I say thank you, I mean it. Thank you.